Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to being sued. Come on. Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. Ha! Ha! I don't know. We just do this all morning long, I suppose. Hold on. I got my wrong music up here. Oh, I got to get this one together. Here we go. There it is, right there. I would just go with this for Cinco de Mayo. Hola, Holmes. Hola, Lee. How's it going, man? We're going to go get drunk. Today is different than yeah, how we're going to eat burritos. We're going to have burritos and get drunk because it's a special day. Sounds like every other day. So what? Do you get the day off for Cinco de Mayo? If I was a Mexican guy, I'd be calling off. I don't think any. Here, no. let me tell you this, Mexican no, people. This is, the, this is really. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, look, let me talk yeah, to the Mexicans for a second. Uh, hola, friends. Uh, amigos. Got your lasers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have a laser. <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah, please. Attention, Mexicans. Attention. Please. Attention. That's better. Uh, now that I've got your attention, uh, no white people know what this holiday is. If you guys called in and said it was religious, you'd get the day off. We we're not we wouldn't know. So I would highly take advantage of this right now. If I and I know you guys, the work ethic is insane. So uh, you you want to work, and that's ridiculous. That's we're white people have outsmarted yeah, you, you in a huge some, way. You throw some Catholic guilt on there, and oh, they'll forget take it. the holiday. You 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 go ahead and say to your white guy boss, if if I get a call right now and had a Mexican employee go, hey. You know I'm not coming in. I just wanted to clarify. I'm not coming in today because of the religious holiday. No. I single de Mayo. Uh, freedom. The Battle of Puebla. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Probably Mother Mary involved. Enjoy your day off. We beat the French, <laughs> yeah, Pedro. Is this the, all right. Don't, don't, Brady. Why are you adding to the actual <laughs> no, facts? See? Yeah. Why, you just read that a second ago. Don't yeah. act like you've been wandering around with that information. Yeah. Now he's no, I've done that off. all my life. Yeah, exactly. If you had a Mexican employee that called you. you know we passed that story from generation to generation. Yeah. Over 160 you, years. Before you read that like four minutes ago, a Mexican guy calls you to go, I'm taking the day off because of the Battle of Puebla. You'd assume he'd seen Jesus in his toast or something. Like, I'm not going to get in the way of this guy. He deserves to live his life you got it same way when a woman calls and says she's got uh, feminine issues we're not asking any questions it's gonna Culturally, make a scene you just dodge that landmine right. you look you look racist by saying no and we're not doing it so mexican people <laughs> take the day off 
That response from Trip would be awesome. Uh-uh. I know. I was married to one of yours. What? Yeah. It is the Battle of Puebla. <laughs> yeah. And that is where the Pueblanians beat the Galgamites back to their planet. What about how you... What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know. I'll see you in five minutes then. What about Damn how it, Trip outsmarted me and I've got to go, I've got to go work. What about how your Dodger brethren beat my people down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a Dodger dog, calm down, and come to work. The Battle of Puebla is not something religious. I know. I've been in one of yours. That's the accent is right. I have body melded with one of yours. And? I it immediately transferred the information of Battle of Puebla. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was the Battle of Chavez Ravine. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. What a battle. The Battle of Chavez One-sided. Ravine. Which, by the way, <laughs> limited opposition. We moved houses with forklifts while people were in them. We're not above doing that again. Is that part yeah. of the story? They picked yeah. up houses with They gave the in? opportunity to people to move out of Chavez. You know, most of Universal Studios' homes on the, like, Leave it to Beaver House and all that stuff are the houses that used to be in Chavez Ravine. Oh, man. They That's lifted really? the. Yeah. No they, kidding. They, it is the most horrifying. It is one of the worst American stories ever. When they of built, Get Out. Beyond of Get Out. Anything. It's a tiny little version of what. The 1800s was like to Indians and black people. To build Dodger Stadium, they came through and said, this is ours now. Just imminent domain. This is our land. Get out. And they're like, we're not leaving. We've been here forever. Like, nope, you're gone. It's done. And if you don't leave, we'll move you. They were dragging people out of their houses. Old people got killed. And then when people wouldn't move, they brought forklifts in to lift the houses because Universal Studios was building a, a set. And like we could use some of these houses. You got any extra houses laying around that we could just get? Well, we'll bring them to you. And they were bringing houses and setting them up in Universal Studios. Those are Chavez Ravine homes with people in them. And they were like, just took it. Just stay in there. Oh, the tragedy that is the Dodger Stadium build. If it, How it's not the greatest documentary ever told is beyond me. In fact, Mexicans take a day off for that. And I'm sorry that uh, any, anybody that looks like me did that. It is a terrible story. And they're like, welcome to Dodgers Stadium, home of the Los Angeles Dodgers, former home of no one. We never talk about it. It's horrible. Read about it. Even the Wikipedia page will make yeah, it's you cringe. Cruel. It's terrible what happened. It is, it is an abuse of people like you've never known. Violent, miserable, deadly. We wanted Chavez Ravine. We got Chavez Ravine. Adios, amigos. Everyone, vamanos, pest. Yeah, it was terrible. And they took the houses and they moved them and they put them in movie lots. 300 families. Yeah. Living in what... Look at that. Yeah. Get out. Living in what was kind of a beautiful little valley. I don't know what it looked like before Dodger Stadium. It was a really pretty spot. A little smoggy, but good good views. I don't know if that's smog or just inland layer. (laughs) It's a gorgeous little spot. But, man, oh, man, that story's terrible. Anyway, however we got on that. But Mexicans just call in today. We, hey, there's we, trip at his continue. Yeah, we, we, white people, <laughs> we white people have no clue what today is. We pretend we know because, like, Brady just, yeah, it's when you beat back yeah. the French. You have no idea. And you seem foolish. For a day. You seem foolish saying it. It's very bad to go, but of course I know what that is. You have no idea what that is. And blasting off facts make you look like you're pandering. It's not true. I don't know what it is. I don't know how the war was. I know it's not your Independence Day. And I've known that for about five years. 
I thought it was. That turns out that's in September. And the only reason Whitey John knows is because of Floyd Mayweather. I used to go to Vegas to watch Floyd Mayweather fight every Cinco de Mayo and every Mexican Independence Day weekend, and I never knew why he did that. And he always had a Hispanic fighter or a, a Latin fighter. And I couldn't figure it out. And it was because all of Mexico would come to Las Vegas to try to watch someone like them destroy Floyd Mayweather. He was smart enough to know Cinco de Mayo, Mexican Independence Day, most of the guys in my division are Mexican or Puerto Rican or whatever, but they'll get behind them before they'll get behind me. He puts the black hat on and says, I'm going to beat another one of your guys up. And, I mean, I was in the crowd for those, the Mexican flag waving around for, oh, my God, a couple of those guys were just like the, – the, the Canelo Alvarez was like 20 when he fought Floyd. It was way too early. That place, it was the greatest – Mexico didn't celebrate the Battle of Pueblo like they did when Canelo stepped into the ring that night. They were so happy. And then he was just beaten back by Floyd because he fought him too soon. But Floyd used to do that, and that's how I learned about Cinco de Mayo and Mexican Independence Day, and I still don't know much. I just know of the difference. Like this one is the drinking holiday, and you beat up some Frenchmen. That's a low bar for it's celebration. It's a whitey holiday. That's yeah. all it is at the end of the day. If beating France was a holiday in every nation, we'd never go to work. I mean, everybody's done it. Like every day of the year can represent you have some your time. Day. Yeah, every, every nation has pushed France back. So, anyway, happy whatever it is day that and celebrate away and take advantage of it. Is Mo coming to work today? She shouldn't. I wouldn't at all. Well, she nobody's going to notice, but I mean, Shannon, <laughs> somebody working for Shannon? <laughs> Shannon That's should true. Skip. Yeah. Shannon should skip it too. I mean, call Larry and say it's Larry would oh, pander like he'd yeah. cave in. Like I don't think it's a day. Is it a day? And I'm like, "Larry, if you don't know, you have to give him the day off." It's a religious holiday. Just say that. And it means everything. My abuela's coming over. And then immediately we're just like, I don't want to hear any more of this. I'm just going to seem racist. I lost racist. a good friend in that battle. Yeah, my next question is going to sound racist. So I'm just going to let you have the day off. And, and Whitey is so afraid of sounding racist and being canceled that we'll, you just get the day off for anything. So they asked Whitey, is it offensive to dress up in a sombrero or poncho for Cinco de Mayo? Uh-oh. Yes. 51% of Americans said it's fine. <laughs> well, it is. 14% said it's inappropriate, and 35% weren't sure. <laughs> but the Anti-Defamation League says, don't do it. 14% are like, uh-uh. And then, well, those like, are the Mexicans at like, the yeah, end. I was going to say, <laughs> no. Yeah. Is it okay if I wear a sombrero and, and bring maracas to work on Friday? What do you think? I'm going to dress up like one of your like stereotypes and come to work and celebrate you. We'd rather you didn't. What about the office decorator? She's been there already early today. Serape. Yep. Hat. Mm -hmm. Salsa. (laughs) In the hat. Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa in the hat's the most offensive thing. (laughs) Where's the Mexican that used to be under that hat? We killed him, and we're using his hat as as silverware now. It's like, oh, okay, now we're using it as a plate. Yeah, the the sombrero dip. Didn't Brad Williams say he walked around with a sombrero hat on with chips in it? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you would hire a little person to do that. (laughs) If you have a dip sombrero and a midget on Cinco de Mayo, you're using that. <laughs> That's not something you're going to think. what you were given. Right. If the midget says thumbs up and you've got the hat, like, do it. It's a go. <laughs> that, is, that is full tilt ahead, baby. We're going. <laughs> we are full throttle. Is that why Ski Mask was wearing a Zorro mask today instead of, oh, the, uh, right. instead of Ski Mask yeah. or what? <laughs> she culturally appropriated crime. Getting her paycheck tomorrow <laughs> with a Zorro mask on in honor of the Battle of Puebla. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And I know I'm saying it wrong because I don't want to offend you by attempting to do your language either. Puebla. I'm white. I probably would have said Puebla if you didn't correct me. So let's just keep it there and I can sound stupid on your day and you can make fun of me. It works perfect. Call in today. God, please call in. Shannon, I'm talking to you. Who else in here is Mexican? Got any others? They all, we don't have that many. I don't work here at night, so I don't know. We probably have, let's probably crawl in. Cleaning crew. (laughs) They're Russian. (laughs) Aren't they? Oh, no, yeah, they no, are. they're, no, they are. are they? No, oh, they're, they're Mexicans. Yeah, they're Mexicans. Would, oh, there must be a different yeah. one. Dave Har. Russians too. His Harv? Okay, Dave Harv. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to question it. Maybe he is. Maybe he took his wife's name. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Hernandez, we call him. Anyway, yeah, if you're Mexican today, take the day off. I don't know why you haven't taken advantage of this. It's ridiculous. And go see Carlos Mencia, because evidently Carlos, somebody just emailed and said he did an extra hour last night. Yeah. Crushed it. And they're like, go see him this week. And the guy kills. That's two hours, two and a half hours of, oh, of yes. uh, time. Yeah. That's crazy. Good on him. Go see that. Uh, and, of course, you're going to argue about abortion and stuff like that all week long. We talked about that earlier in this abortion topic, this transparent nightmare for politics. I had to prep for Mother's Day. We're doing Mother's Day brunch. It's coming. Not talking about anything. You can't. Nope. Can't but do it's, it. But it's going to come up with an older parent or yep. my aunt and uncle are in town. And I Once haven't seen you mention them. eggs. Yeah, I haven't brunch. seen them if for age. Brady, it's not always about eating. That's not what those eggs do. No, it leads to you can't abort. The, no, it over easy eggs leads yeah. to what? This one's soft boiled. <laughs> yeah. My first child. Here we go. What the, did you say? <laughs> yeah, my first just, one's soft boiled. Some hash browns. I brought her out early, as you know what I'm saying. Didn't let the uh, didn't let the yolk harden, so to speak. Put it on a tray. Mopped it up with some toast. I do like my Leave eggs me alone. Hard. It's just salsa on my eggs. <laughs> okay, gross, but it's not. Those yeah. are different eggs. You're not cracking those open out of a lady every 28 days. Yuck. You're disgusting. Yeah, you're going to get into those talks, but it's the most transparent political move. And the Republican, and I'm not picking sides. I'm telling you right now, I watched the Republicans do this when they were worried that they'd lost their base, and then they started to scream about guns. They're coming for your guns. And like, oh, and they rally. The base. This, is, this is a base rallying nightmare. That's the only thing it's going to do yep. is cause fights in your house. Abortion. Come on. We're, we're there again. So it's going to happen. But one good thing that's come out of this abortion leak. Ew. And I don't like seeing headlines yeah, that say oh, abortion man. leak. I'm like, oh, worst band name really? ever. Oh, maybe team. I'm sure Marcus plays them every Sunday. Abortion, yeah, abortion leaks on into the pit every Sunday. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, stop saying abortion leak in the headlines, writers. But one good thing we know is that one group has taken a super strong stance against abortion and made their point clear. The ladies of the WNBA have said they are firmly against stopping Roe v. Wade. They are, they are abortion activists. Excuse me now? Yes, the WNBA has uni- united, unified stance that says this uh, movement to uh, make abortion illegal is something they will not tolerate. And uh, the rest of America went, what are you worried about? <laughs> what, what, are you, what is anyone in the WNBA concerned about pregnancy for? 
You can't do it your way. Was that opinion up in the air? Yeah. Like, well, beyond that, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. kids coming out saying <laughs> I'm against divorce. Of course you are. Of course you are. Has Megan Rapinoe uh, yeah, spoke probably. out? Probably. I'm like, it is some greedy lesbianism to say that they want to get pregnant and get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, that is really going above and beyond your womanly rights. I'm a lesbian and I'm against abortion. Well, you never had to worry about it. Well, yes, I did. The only way you can get pregnant is through some sort of a doctor's thing. And if you abort that, you're just mean. Yeah. <laughs> You've never dated Griner. You don't know. You a don't Griner will get you pregnant. Now, there's, there's probably a rash of pregnancies in Russia. They're like, I don't understand. The prison is like, we've got five girls pregnant. Who's doing this? We have no, we have no male guards. Hey, what's going on, player? Papa of five. Don't say don't ya! So, yeah, WNBA, thanks for your message, but none of us were really overly concerned that you had a line at the Planned Parenthood that you needed to take care of uh, abortions. We're pretty sure you guys were the safest group ever from having to worry about abortion. Now, it's nice that you took a stand for the other ladies, but the WNBA taking a stand against... Uh, Pandering for tickets. Yeah, 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 all you're doing is trying to get attention. I got a receipt, Brady. I got tickets. We at the WNBA are against prostate cancer. Huh? What are you worried about? So who are they speaking to? The 300 fans that show up? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know who they're talking to. They're not making any sense for themselves or anything else. So I don't think that they needed to worry about it. And also, when the WNBA takes a stance, I immediately think, I might be on the wrong side of this because I agree with them. So immediately, I am now all for making abortion illegal because it pisses off the WNBA. <laughs> That's more important wow. to me. That's some flip-flopping there. That's exactly right. If those are the people that I side with, well, then damn it all, I'm changing teams. I can't I have, be aligned with them. I cannot be on the same side as the WNBA player. That makes me wrong in almost every angle. I can't side with them. So let it be known that because of the WNBA and because of my incredible desire to piss them off on a daily basis, I now am for making abortion illegal just so the WNBA has a foe. A stronger foe with a bigger audience. Will they be kneeling? Huh? Will they be kneeling during games? I don't know if they're kneeling. I don't know who's going to know anything about them. <laughs> but yeah, like what a greedy lesbian activity that would be to even consider abortion. And the only way you can do it is through in vitro fertilization or surrogates. And then you abort? What are you even worried about? If you want to get pregnant, you have to do it in like such a meticulous way. Hey, David Crosby, sorry. I'm but, pretty uh, sure there's no unplanned pregnancy in lesbianism. I'm positive of it. I just did the math in my head. Yeah. I'm 100% positive you can't have an unplanned lesbian pregnancy. It has to be planned. It's the only way to do it. Well, well there's a lot of explaining. Yeah, that you. was still planning involved. How can you even have- though it was the wrong surrogate or the argument of the surrogate? Wasn't that what Brady, the, uh, once you have a surrogate, you're planning a pregnancy. Yeah, that was planned. I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about the fallout between have, the, uh, the you don't couple. Have, uh, you don't Who have was a, it? Was Brady. it Griner? Yeah, Griner and that glory lady because she decided not to be lesbian for a little while. You don't get it a knock. Surrogate. That you was don't get a knock on your door. Hi, I'm your surrogate. Well, I had an accident. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Like, oh my god, we got to get rid of this. It's not even your decision at that point. That's greedy lesbianism. We decided to go to some doctors, and uh, my partner is now going to. We're gonna put a bit. We're gonna try to get pregnant, and then we're gonna abort it. <laughs> well, that's horrible. You're the devil. We have to take. A you stand. are the devil. Well, because I want a woman to have a right to choose. You're choosing to be pregnant, and then choosing to get rid of it just to prove a point. WNBA. No one's interested in your interest of. Well, no one's interested in you at anything. Stop talking. 
I know it's uh, unpopular to say to NBA players, probably equally to W, but to shut up and dribble. You're terrible at it. Shut up and practice. <laughs> Just go to practice. Nobody cares. You've got bigger fish to fry than uh, fetuses. And we're not worried about your fetuses, by the way. They're almost every time it's a meticulous medical activity to get you pregnant. We got straight ones. Well, then point them out to me and I'll talk to those two. Please. Yeah, it's like it's like a maternity ward putting up signs. It's, we're against abortion. Of course you are. I knew that. And they're going to have little signs on their floors now that say free Brittany Griner or, or BG and then her number. I think they're already there. Hilarious. That's their stance to get their friend out of Russian jail. Is <laughs> to put her initials on a court no one will ever see. You might as well just hide it under, uh, you know, a Snapple cap or something. Right. Sometimes to be like, oh, yeah, Brittany Griner's in jail. It's n- nobody's going to do a thing. Hilarious. Yeah, so congratulations, WNBA. Failure again. <laughs> Political stance against abortion. Stop it. A 90% lesbian league. You guys don't have to worry about pregnancy at all. We're worried for the other ladies. They don't like you either. Look at the numbers. There are more male viewers than female viewers of the WNBA. Figure that out. And there's not many of either. You keep that to yourself, WNBA. But now you've changed my mind. And I don't know if you guys want to jump on my anti-WNBA abortion stance, but I'm in. I stand against the WNBA and everything it stands for. Yeah, it does say lesbians can be raped too, but aren't we worried more about rape laws then yeah, in that the, case than like, oh, abortion. yeah, the rape thing, that's secondary to the pregnancy. Sure. Yeah, no, it's the WNBA. Lesbians can be raped too, bro. <laughs> All right. Bro. You live in a horrifying world. <laughs> that's horrifying. I'm not talking about lesbians uh, being uh, immune to uh, pregnancy. I'm saying the WNBA standing up against it is fairly greedy lesbianism. And whatever they say, I'm the opposite of. It's like Jimmy Buffett. If Jimmy Buffett came out and I had happened to agree with him, I would immediately change my position. <laughs> if Jimmy Buffett came out and said he's uh, against euthanizing dogs, as much as I love dogs, I'd be like, man, we got to get rid of all of them. Jimmy Buffett and I can't be on the same page ever. <laughs> Time to get the needles out, boys, and start dropping dogs. <laughs> well, you're an animal advocate. Yeah, well, not when Jimmy Buffett and I are on the same page. <laughs> Might run into each other at a fun- function or something. Yeah. 311, Guy Fieri, Jimmy Buffett, and the WNBA. Whatever they say, if I'm on the same page, I will immediately flip-flop. I will immediately flop it. (laughs) Immediately. You know, Jimmy Buffett is uh, hates child abuse. I'm like, well, I got to go do some work then. (laughs) I got to get out there and start. Out of the way, kids. (laughs) I I don't care how it is. Jimmy Buffett is for Ukraine. Go Putin. That's all I can say. Go get him. Crush those Ukrainians. Stomp them into the earth. Start with Jimmy. How dare you say that? Would you hear Jimmy Buffett's for? Oh, me too then. Kill Ukraine. <laughs> I could get a bunch of people if Jimmy Buffett started making political statements. Would be communist Russians crushing Ukrainians. Like, I can get along with everyone, but here's my list that doesn't. <laughs> oh, I didn't say Not including. Well, I never said I could get along with everybody. <laughs> I don't know where you got that idea. I'm against you now. This is terrible. It's just going down domino list. I love people that take the fun out of funny. You know, lesbians can be raped, too. Thanks, wet blanket. Have a nice day. This was kind of a fun chat for a second. Now that. 
the facts not in, yeah. not in dispute. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, you're right. Uh, all right, let's get back to the funeral dirge. Uh, thanks for that moment. All right, let's get back to the big funny you show. You just won tickets for that. Yeah, <laughs> you're the best. Thanks for your help with the show. Anyway, just thought I'd get on with the happy fun time now. That was a fun moment. You know, I'd like to just change the tenor of the program for a second. Put the mental imagery of lesbians being raped and impregnated into your mind. Oh, right. Okay. Forgot. You're taking everything too seriously. Clearly you don't care. And now we talk about rape on the comedy program. Thanks, guys. Oh, it's my favorite part of the <laughs> show. The best part. Uh, you know what I need to do? Chime in. This guy's out of his mind. That's what Carlos's extra hour was on last night. It's <laughs> right. unbelievable. Right. Debbie downered the audience. Hey, have you ever heard of lesbians getting impregnated uh, against their will? <laughs> it's not funny. Oh. Oh, I thought we were at a comedy show. In my Mercury jersey. I just got a text that debated my point, which was absurd in the first place. But the person didn't understand absurd humor, so they made it a debate. You bore me, person who says that. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett just came out against domestic violence. I got to go home real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why? Because it's Margaritaville. That's why. Oh, it makes sense. Hit me harder. (laughs) Get the gun. Put it in my mouth. Oh, my God. Jimmy Buffett, you bastard. I've been taking a beating all day. You walk in the door, and Cheeseburger in Paradise <laughs> yeah. is playing. What Jeez. the? Oh, if that happened. <laughs> uh, have you seen the movie Burning Bed? Remember that? It would, it would be so fast, I would burn the house down with her in it. <laughs> Fair Fawcett one? Oh, yeah. I, and I would block every exit. Like, I'd see her run into a door, and I'd run to that door, and I'd push back. Like, you can't come out. No. You will you turn Cheeseburgers in Paradise on at my Sonos? Are you? Get, up, get back in there. You feel the wrath of that. It's catchy. Oh, God, I'm going to let you on fire just yourself. Forget it. I'm saving the house. <laughs> yeah. 311 has a stance. If they even get political, and I don't want anybody to go research it because that's not that's cheating. But if they go up on TV or on, start talking about rights at this, I'm out. I stand against 311, the WNBA, and Jimmy Buffett, at all, and Guy Fieri at all turns. <laughs> all of them. I'm Guy Fieri, and here's my stance on abortion. First off, no one wants to hear that guy talking. Hey, put that little guy on a raisin and a flip-flop. I'm like, what are you talking about? Fetus on a flip-flop. Ugh. Now Help me save the spotted yeah. owls. <laughs> nope, kill them all. I'd be out shooting. I'd have like air, airsoft rifles just so it hurt the owl. I would make sure the owl died slow, and I would film it. And I love animals, but I hate Guy Fieri. If he wanted to save spotted owls... I'd be on a crusade to get rid of all of them by Friday. Dude, owls can get raped. <laughs> Did you know the spotted owl laying down helpless could be a victim of rape? <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot for that. That's okay. I didn't realize that, I guess. You're, you make a strong point. Thanks, thanks, Undertaker. I appreciate that. <laughs> Fun guy. Listen to the show this morning. I was talking with this thing with the WNBA, and I had to remind him that lesbians can be raped. Hey, Dale, you're fun. <laughs> Want to go grab some drinks for Margaritaville Day? Cinco de Mayo? What do you mean Cinco de Mayo? Uh, whatever, dude. Margaritas are Mexican. You know what I meant. You know, Mexicans could be raped. Yeah, I think you're on a pattern here that's just not fun for anyone. You know, yeah, you're, you're, really, you're, you're starting to... There's a thread here that I'm not really thrilled with. You know, overexcited people, they're, they could be victims of rape. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, Dale, were you raped at one point? I could be. 
You think about it a lot. Uh, it's seven twelve. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Screw the WNBA. <laughs> Screw them around. <laughs> and that's why people used to not go out with their political stances like that. You take a stand and you alienate an audience. So Guy Fieri, I'll at least give him credit for that. Not going out going, man, we put this tortilla shell and some mayonnaise, little ranch dressing, some flaming Hot Cheetos, shoelaces, and hair. Mmm, <laughs> and, and by the way, abortion should be illegal. <laughs> like, oh my God. Well, you, you should have been aborted. March with me. The only reason Guy Fieri would think abortion should be uh, illegal is because he still thinks that there's a chance his mom would have done it back in the day. Like, he's still, <laughs> he's still threatened by it. He knows he should have been poked out vacuumed up by that dr roomba one less flip-flop so that's my political stance people i hate will say what they think and i'll just do the opposite wnba you've changed me brady doesn't have anybody like this is there anybody in your world brett that you're like i hate that guy so much oh buffett first of all yeah um Warren or Jim? Yeah, anybody so you that listens to the Grateful Dead or Fish. Oh, an entire anybody. fan base. Yes. No, not even just the band, <laughs> right, the fan base. Fish. Yeah. yeah, if someone from Fish came out, well, I pretty much know everything they stand for. Well, that's yeah. a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Delton, yeah. Boston, but he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, you you're hate still Boston. holding on to that. Yep. You go back into some of his. Uh, they found Brad Delp's diary. All right, I got to go cut down a rainforest. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. By the way, Brett, you'd have been impressed last night at the. Uh, I met uh, Doug Hopkins, TV's Doug Hopkins' uh, cousin, and he's from Long Island. And uh, we were talking about he made a bunch. Brady, you'd have loved it, I guess. He, I assume he made a bunch of meatballs at Doug's house the night before, like homemade. The ta- nice. He's Italian Irish. I don't know that. Talk about a rape product. Yeah, a rape. Yeah. That was a drunken night. So he's making this stuff, and he just cavalierly and sort of carelessly throws out my gravy. I was taught how to make gravy by the Gambino family. I'm like, I don't think you should say that. Does that make it better? I took a Capo's daughter to prom. I'm like, ah, you're talking to strangers. You don't know me. The good old days. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, the Gambino's taught me how to make gravy. Why would you say that out loud? I know. Man. Now, I either think he's lying through his teeth to impress us. Or he's just made a terrible mistake. Because who knows? He, he didn't know that. Gambino's taught a lot of people how to He make doesn't gravy. know that I'm not a, a, a bananas guy. I might yeah. be a banano. <laughs> Gambino, you're a Gambino? Hey, I grew up with a Gambino. I took a capo. I took a capo's daughter to prom. I'm going to make a couple of phone calls. Gambino sauce, fella. I'll be right back. You don't know. So that's, that's uh, careless, isn't it? Like you don't say or when the Gambino's. You're in the family. It doesn't matter. You don't really. You don't really you're removed You're in Arizona. You're well, not Sammy the Bulls the, here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But he he was in an apartment with me. He doesn't know I'm not Joey B- Bananas guy. Yeah, it's dangerous to start blabbing. Yeah, that. I mean you don't run your mouth. But you know. <laughs> that's what I wanted. I wanted to call you immediately. And go, hey, is it first off? It's possible Gambino taught a guy that, but you're not supposed to talk about it, are you? You know who taught me how to make gravy? The Gambinos, the crime boss. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You've killed somebody. I know a couple of guys. Uh. What was your name again? We just met, and you're talking about mob friends. I mean, it's fascinating, and I think he felt safe. But Pete the Killer. We're eating these little microwave meatballs in the apartment. You know, it was pretty good. You know, taught me how to make sauce. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, Gambino. I don't, that's, <laughs> you should have said Soprano. I, I would have probably believed that more. 
That Polly Walnuts taught yeah. me. I mean, what are you going to do? But immediately the, the room changes. You're like, oh, God, don't say anything bad. This guy, who knows? <laughs> He's a super nice guy, but that, that sat with me all night. He told Megan, too, later. I was in the bathroom. She's telling your husband, you know what a Gambino crime family is? Kind of. <laughs> they taught me to make sauce. Out of what? Oh, that I can't tell you. Okay, we're going to go to the game now. So is that what I was talking about all night, just bragging about that? It, I don't know if it was a brag or – I guess it was a brag. It had to be if he kept telling everybody well, he about it. he told two you people. Know. He said it twice. Well, it's probably because Doug's sick of hearing it. All right, all right. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> it. Once exactly. again. I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about it because it might be some guy going, Hey, I know who that guy is. I taught him to make sauce. He owes me a million. <laughs> then I get Doug and his whole family killed at some – Gonna be a horse in Doug's bedroom, Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby this <laughs> weekend. There's a horse head sitting there. <laughs> Doug, your Jew friend Holmberg, he talks a lot. <laughs> I turned the radio on this morning. I thought I could trust the bald kid, but evidently not. He told my sauce secrets, my Gambino crime sauce. Yeah, it just changes everything. You know who taught me how to make sauce? O.J. Simpson. Like, whoa, wow, whoa, I got whoa, like nine whoa. questions off That's the bat. Like sauce. right away, I can think of nine. I could do a small quiz, a small pop quiz. On the nine questions I now have about your death sauce. Yeah, we were in Brentwood one night. His wife was out with some friends at a restaurant. And he taught me to make sauce, and he disappeared for a couple hours in Chicago. <laughs> That's the night he killed her. Oh, allegedly. <laughs> and the sauce? Fantastic. I would have gotten the recipe. Just the right amount of DNA. Yeah, Brady would have been like, Cambino, that's authentic. So, let's see. Could you write that down for me? Two quarts of cream. <laughs> I'm in. He give you any pizza tips? Yeah. <laughs> Brady just keeps calling him for. Hey, I want to talk to you about the Gambinos. You know I can't talk about it. Not that part. So when they do prosciutto, <laughs> cut them thin, cut them thick. How long are they? What Sammy, <laughs> what gabagool do you guys yeah. got? What kind of gabagool? Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, it was kind of a humble brag, but also a, a scary moment. Sort of uncomfortable with him from that moment on. He's a super nice guy. I'm from Long Island. Oh, that's great. Where? Eh. You know. <laughs> As you know, a place. Well, you need to know. You, know, you need to know. What, are you going to come over? You write me a letter? <laughs> anyway, well, it's nice to meet you. I smell sauce. Okay. You taught me how to tie my shoes? No, I, I, I don't. John Gotti. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Velcro. John Gotti. I gave his daughter the old hookish. You know, that's how Wrong. I worked it up. Does everybody in Long Island know the Gambinos? I think you have to, right? He started, deal. he started, I'm not kidding. He started talking like waste management and stuff. And I'm like, I'm, I'm out. I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> it was just, a, it was almost adult going, la, 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 la. When he talked, like, <laughs> I don't need to know. I'm, this is, I'm an accomplice. But I want to taste his sauce. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop, of course. And uh, I was out there riding with Josh and the boys yesterday out of Brown's Ranch. On your brand new bike. Yes. Oh, it was amazing out yeah. there. And and supposedly next week it's going to be back into the 80s. So, oh, it is? Yeah. So you're going to dress get, get with like in. flared shoulders and Wear your half bright shirt colors. Yeah. Maybe cool. We're going back to the of 80s course. next week. Okay. <laughs> Brett's, Brett's called it. But if you want to get if you want to get on out there, you need a new bike. They got the, they got them all in stock for you. You want to rent one? You're not sure if this is yeah. it for you? They they got the rentals. Plus the best wrenches in town. Hit them up. Yeah. ActionRideShop.com. And Browns Ranch, by the way, 
representative of what we have in this paradise of a city. Don't spread the word to people from out of town. But like 126 connected miles of trails out there. And it it's is insane. Stunning. It's beautiful. It's a, it's an, that is one of – it's kind of known but not by everybody – uh, it's a little hidden gem that's getting uncovered, but it is phenomenal out there. It's like dynamite in Alma School, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. And it is uh, – have you ever been out there? Stunning. The trails – I've been the- out to dy- dynamite in Alma School before. Have you just standing the, around? <laughs> it's just the, the street Greasewood Flats is out there. Oh, yeah, there it's close the- by there. Yeah. But you go in those trails, it is – that is a – if you've got somebody from out of town, and it's maintained, and it every city actually why. gets it, involved in it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like you take people from out of town and go, these are your hiking trails. That beautiful little center when yeah. you pull into the parking, it's it's unbelievable. And they got trails out there for everybody, like yep. beginners to you know the techie stuff too. Yeah, so. Double diamonds on a couple oh, yeah. of those things for bikers, and it's it's it makes you just go, all right, we're pretty damn lucky to live out here. We got a lot of cool stuff, activities for yeah. outdoors, but man, that Browns Ranch is about as good as it gets. Absolutely. Sorry, I want to throw it out there and do a promotion for that because you were out there yesterday. Yeah. Um, well, on the list, it's obviously all related to uh, Cinco de Mayo. So the, the biggest one we were getting requests for was the 30 Zero Mexican Radio. Uh, Metalachi on the list. A Day to Remember, Viva La Mexico. Rammstein, obviously. Ailstorm, Mexico. Brujera. Uh, Wall of Voodoo made any appearance. Uh, no. El Nino. Refused to play Mexican radio today. How about Ailstorm's Mexico? All right. That's a good one because it's Pirates. Singing about Mexico. That weird pirate drinking band. I'm all for Ailstorm. I don't know. We probably played it. I don't remember it, but Ailstorm's Mexico will be where we go. Everybody always emails me when we mention, you know, Sammy the Bull lives in Ahwatukee. Is he still alive? Didn't he die? No, he's there. Is he still? Yep. Hi, Sammy. Hi, Sam. <laughs> uh, no, he's alive. Oh, no, he's fine. I saw him last Saturday. He taught me to make sauce. I didn't say that. I'm just He looks saying. great. <laughs> I remember we went to. Uh, your mother's service at your house. Yeah. And I walked over to a guy. I'm like, how you doing? What's your name? And he goes, I know one thing. My name ain't Sam. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll shake hands with you anyway. You need to walk over there. I don't trust that one. <laughs> Do you need any pills? I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> you still doing that? I got to go. You want me to teach you how to make sauce? Kind of. I'm going to be honest with you, Sammy the Knot Bull. I'm never going to use your recipe. I go out to eat. It's a crime. How are you going to disrespect me like that? So when do you pour the ragu into the, oh. I'm going to kill you and Not everyone. Good. You can't. You're, <laughs> you're off the schneid, man. You're not allowed to do that anymore. I might just go poke the bull if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, Sammy. You want to kill again? <laughs> but you can't. Isn't that frustrating? Well, he wasn't supposed to be dealing drugs and he had that true. big ecstasy ring. He wasn't so, supposed you know, to be Sammy like, the bull. Yeah. He just, I just told people over there, I'm Sammy. I thought he'd passed away. No, he's still around. He is? Didn't yeah. he get like terrible They just cancer? did a documentary about him like. No kidding? A couple months ago. I have sworn he died. Anyway, welcome to the show, Sammy. I hope you're out there. Hope you're doing well. I thought he got all sick and stuff. And what are you going to do? The Bananos, I know they're around. I know they're a bunch of them here. The rat ones that live in town, right? Well, Joe lived in Tucson. Joe retired from the mob yeah. somehow. Yeah, he had something on somebody. <laughs> Absolutely, that's, that's, uh, somebody, that's the only reason he's in still the around. government. Because yeah. yeah, there's nobody touched Joey Bananas, and he went down to Tucson. And said, "I retire." What a story! I'll give it to you, what Italians. A- you guys came over here and created some amazing stories, great movies about just how crooked and horrible your people are. And how they got away with it for years. And then talk the government into going, look, give us new names and I'll tell you everything you need to know. But you got to protect me. 
despite the fact I've been killing people like crazy. (laughs) And I know about a lot of bodies. All right. Your name's David Whitlatch now. You live in Ahwatukee. Happy birthday. Yeah, Dave. the bodies are showing up there at Lake Mead. Yeah, they're, they're saying they're, they're, they're thinking more are going to be starting to come up. They're, yeah. Trust me, there's dive team sweeping right yeah. now for the like just the edges because it's going to drop another 10 or 12 feet this summer, minimum. And if they're already seeing barrels with skeletons in them just on the surface of the new drop, <laughs> we're getting into the area where that was some lazy mob work, though, because I'm not in the mob, but if I was, if I'm going to drop a body off a boat, I'm going to like. I'm, I, there's depth finders on boats. You go to the place where it's the deepest. You don't go to like the shallowest. Like, off and even, it. even when it was 500 feet higher, where they dropped it was kind of close to shore. So they, they, I think they assumed it would. You go down to where it's like 12, was, 1300 feet deep, and you drop it. That there. was done in like the 70s and 80s. They said. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, from what the guy was wearing. Oh, the clothes were. Oh, intact? yeah, I didn't yeah. see like that. Like, I guess they they said. I think the shoes or what what he was wearing, something he was wearing. They they figure it was in between the mid seventies and the eighties. Hoffa. Would you have a pair of Keds or yeah, Skips the, or something? Know, <laughs> the first Jordans. That's way before the seventies. Yeah, and, Jordan like ones. Jordan's baby shoes. <laughs> Jordan like infant ones. <laughs> yes. I guess Sammy the Bull has a podcast. What? That's what it says here. Can he be a Ladies little bit quiet called, right now? Not anymore. I don't, I don't even think he, he's not in the no, program that or anything was, anymore. I think it's I bumped his, him. Podcast is called Our Thing. I listen on Stitcher. Allegedly. What blanket I'm not has interested. responded? Hey, man, I watch a lot on Order SVU. <laughs> All right, the wet blanket just got funny again. He's the one who said lesbians can be raped. And then he breaks up. That I've seen it on Les- Law and Order. I saw Ice T doing that. Yeah. yeah, he was investigating. <laughs> Looks like this lesbian was impregnated against a wheel. Well, aren't all of them? I guess that's a good point. Wong wong. <laughs> that Law and Order sound happens every time. I don't understand how this one got pregnant. Well, you know they can be raped too. What? I guess so. Guang guang. <laughs> I wish Ice Ice T just did the guang guang noise of Law and Order himself. And it looks like this is a bad case right here. Guang guang. <laughs> what do you think of this, detective? I think we got us a case of murder. Guang guang. <laughs> you don't have to do that. We can we can do that we've in post. Got a, we've got a <laughs> oh, we can do that in post. What if that guy dies? Guang guang. <laughs> just in case. It's a good point. Leave it in there. We'll edit it out if we don't have the guang guang noise. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.